Hello, my friends, and welcome back to the Deeper Daily Podcast. This is your host, Paul White. It's the 11th day of September, and I want to wish my dad a happy birthday. My father has been um, the most important influence in ministry in my life. All I've ever known of ministry, I knew it first from my dad. He's been an exemplary example to me of what a minister of God and a man of God is supposed to be, a husband, a father. Um, The fact that my dad survived the landscape of ministry that he did, of what I saw coming up from so many ministries, is amazing. Um, I saw a lot of hypocrisy. I saw a lot of falsehood. I saw a lot of weirdness. I saw none of it out of my dad. I think it's the reason why, it's one of the driving reasons why I'm in ministry today and haven't quit ministry. Why I didn't get overwhelmingly disillusioned by ministry, having seen so much that was um, questionable. The fact that I've watched that man, my dad, go through so much and remain in love with Jesus and passionate about the Bible has been a real inspiration for me. I want to wish Dad a happy birthday. He's a faithful listener to the podcast. I hope he has a spectacular day. Uh, And uh, he is doing a great work in Poplar Bluff, Missouri at the South Side Poplar Bluff Church. He he preaches there every Sunday morning, and uh, they are blessed to have him there. And I know he is blessed to be there. It's quite a quite a great union that they have going, and I'm so proud of him in this season of life. I want to move on today in our study of Mark chapter 15. We've arrived at the moment on the cross where Jesus is about to die. We've been leading up to this event for the last several days, and I have felt no compulsion to rush through all of these little things, and I feel the same way today. Today, we're going to encompass just one verse, and it's the 33rd verse of Mark 15. And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And as we, we told you earlier about when Jesus arrives uh, for his trial, now we're still dealing with Roman calculations of time. The sixth hour of day would have been noon. The ninth hour of the day would have been 3 p.m., Meaning, at noon, on the day that Jesus is on the cross, darkness falls over the whole land and lasts until the ninth hour, or lasts three hours, up until 3 p.m. Then Jesus will cry out in the ninth hour. We'll get to the crying out tomorrow. I want to look at this moment of darkness, because it has it's replaying something that happened to the story of Israel. If you'll recall, when Jesus is on the Mount Transfiguration... Moses and Elijah speak to him. The the Bible tells us they speak to him about his coming decease in Jerusalem, his coming death. But the word decease is, is actually exodus. They speak to him about his exodus, about his 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 departure. That's what exodus is in the Greek. They they speak to him of his departure. Whenever the book of Exodus is when we when we call it Exodus, by the way, we're calling it Exodus because that's the Greek title. All of those Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, those are Greek titles put into the Septuagint. They're not Hebrew. 
The Hebrew typically titles a book whatever the first major word is of the book. The Exodus is called Exodus because it's a book about departure. Um, it could easily be, be called something else, but that's the word that the Septuagint translators gave it. But they use the Greek word for departure because the book of Exodus is primarily, at least in the first half of the book, about Israel's departure from the land of Egypt. They were slaves under Pharaoh, and then they depart out of Egyptian slavery. And then a portion of the book of Exodus, of course, is the giving of the law at Sinai, but they begin their wilderness journey. Um, and, and that is a departure as well. Because in truth, you're always departing out of something. You're departing out of an old mindset. And you're departing out of an old, a place that you are in life into a new place. You're all going, we're all going to undergo our own exodus, our own departure from this tent, this mortal body into immortality. Jesus is undergoing his exodus. Okay, so the fact that he's on the cross undergoing an exodus, a departure, he replays the, and he's at Passover, by the way, he replays a Passover scene. In Exodus chapter 10, the final plague that falls on the land of Egypt is a plague of darkness that lasts three days. I'm sorry, it's the next to last plague, but they're sort of linked. There's three days of darkness and then the death of the firstborn son in Egypt. And at Calvary, Jesus hangs three hours in the darkness and then dies as the firstborn son. Also, Israel, at the same time that the Egyptian firstborn sons are dying, are offering up what will come to be known as the Passover sacrifice, a sacrifice that happens at three o'clock in the afternoon, Passover. Jesus, the firstborn, hangs in the dark for three hours and dies as a Passover sacrifice. Paul calls Jesus our Paschal Lamb, our Passover. Christ becomes that replacement. There's also, so that's happening, but there's also a prophecy from the little Old Testament book of Amos, chapter 8, verses 9 and 10. See if this sounds familiar. And on that day, declares the Lord God, I will make the sun go down at noon and darken the earth in broad daylight. I will turn your feasts into mourning and all your songs into lamentation. I will bring sackcloth on every waist and baldness on every head. I will make it like the mourning for an only son and the end of it like a bitter day. Well, it sounds much like the darkness that falls at Calvary on noon and lasts until the ninth hour, or about 3 p.m. We'll get into what Jesus says in the ninth hour. You've heard me talk a lot about it. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great day. God bless.